This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, before we jump into the Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag, one of our favorite segments here on the show, I need to remind you about our favorite partner here on the show. It's Boomer Jacks. Brian and I keep telling you guys you need to go check them out, but especially on Tuesdays and Wednesdays because they've got great wing, deal, wing deals for you. On Tuesdays, it's half-price bone-in wings. On Wednesdays, they're half-price boneless wings, but they've got great specials for you Thursday through Monday as well. Uh, they got drink specials beginning at $3. They've also got $15 buckets of beers. So it's a wonderful setup for whatever you're looking for. If you're looking for a good happy hour spot with your coworkers, check out Boomer Jacks. If you're looking for a, a nice spot for dinner with the family, check out Boomer Jacks. If you're looking for somewhere to just watch one of these games that have been all over television in recent weeks with one with some of your buddies, go check out Boomer Jacks. They have wall-to-wall TVs, live music. It's just a great atmosphere no matter what you're looking for. There's 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That's boomerjacks.com. All right, Brian, it is now time for the Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag. Uh, first question here from Caleb Reese. We haven't talked about this today, uh, but we did get news, unsurprising. I think we actually answered a question about it on the last podcast. James Washington was released. Yes, he was. Uh, we, I, I think we we both kind of said his his time was done here in Dallas, um, despite some, some fans who still seemed interested in having him play. Uh, but Caleb Reese is saying, after waving James Washington, who's the current 53rd guy? And he's wanting to know, is it Kelvin Joseph? Who DNP at practice today because of a tooth? So, a tooth. Always something with my man. But uh, it's, it's reaching David Irving levels. Yeah, it is a little bit. Um, I'm trying to think of who that guy would be. Uh, and I wonder... I wonder if anybody would look at it's like Will Greer, your 53rd player. It's not I a mean, bad one. Because if you put him on waivers, you know, he, he could get claimed. He, he could absolutely get claimed. I don't think you want to do anything with uh I don't think you want to do anything with uh Josh Ball as your 53rd guy. I think they're kind of like they're kind of kind of setting their ways on that guy. I'm kind of looking at on the defensive side of the ball. McEwen is McEwen 53rd. Well, Mullen or bell. That's you a know, good one. Those yeah. are good. ones. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, we haven't seen anything from Mullen at all. And you know, that maybe with you, you won't. And bell is kind of the safety that they kind of liked him. They had him enough to be on, but you got curse and Wilson Aquamu, Hooker, do you need that fifth uh, that fifth safety? And Bell is a kind of a guy that's inactive. So I would say it's probably going to come between Mullen and maybe Bell because I don't think they want to get in, rid of anybody on the offensive side of the ball. 
So you're safe for now, Kelvin Joseph, for now. For now. Uh, next question here from uh, Dallas's dad. Uh, a very uh, adorable picture of uh, his son in the, the profile picture there. Uh, but Dallas's dad wants to know, and I think you made reference to this a little bit. Uh, he's got a couple different questions, but he says, are we sure Hankins is a go for the playoffs? I feel like he's crucial to us stopping the run. Does Anthony Rush get any snaps this week in preparation in case Hankins has a setback? No, Hankins, as far as I know, Hankins is a good to go. And so is Vanderush. I asked about those two uh, the other day, actually on, what's today, Wednesday? I asked about them on Monday. So, yeah, I would say that, uh, I'd say both of them are go. And uh, to that question, though, on Anthony Rush, would you potentially have him as a call-up? Because Quentin Bohanna has not been good. Uh, Quentin Bohanna, I, I feel like, gets moved way too much for a guy of his size. Um, so is Anthony Rush at least worth maybe a practice squad elevation to, like, like he said, in case there's any sort of a setback or anything else, why not just have a guy get some reps in in a game like this? Yeah, I think it would be. I think it'd be interesting to see about him. Um, you know, I need to ask about his conditioning because he's one of those guys that goes like he could he could be 350 pounds, he could be 360 pounds. You know, that's the guys that worked him out around the league this year. We're talking about this guy's super talented, but he's got a weight problem. So maybe the Cowboys are doing their their due diligence on him to see if they can get his weight down and then get him out on the field. But I, I would be interested because every member of the gang of seven that responded to me about Rush, they were talking in a positive light. There was nothing negative. Very similar to what they were telling me about uh, Hankins, that he's still got something left and that it can play. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Question here from Alan. How do y'all feel about how Damone Clark has played? LVE, any closer to coming back? Yes, Leighton Manders, as you just mentioned, is closer to coming back. He was a limited participant at practice uh, on Wednesday for the first time since the the injury. Um, so that's good news right there. Uh, I, I don't think he's playing this week against Washington, but no. it, it looks like he's on track uh, for the playoff game. But on Damone Clark specifically, I feel like what we're, we're looking at, and I think you've made a reference to this too, I feel like what we're looking at most of the time with Damone Clark is just his understanding and, and, and knowing where to be and, and, and things like that. I mean, we, we laughed a couple weeks ago about Luke Gifford literally throwing him across the formation uh, because he was in the wrong spot. But there have been some times where his instincts have looked really good and he's, he, you can see the burst and the athleticism and the physicality and, and, man, he's a guy who he likes to mix it up. Yeah. There was the, the Philadelphia game, I think it was, where I saw he was he was getting chippy and and, and enjoyed some of that. And so uh, I, I think Damone Clark is improving as a player. And while I don't think he's a finished product yet and he's playing a lot more than they ever intended him to this year, uh, I, I, I feel really confident about what he can be going into next year. I'm not going to lie because I don't do that on this podcast. You don't do that anywhere. I'm a, I'm a little disappointed in Clark. Oh, and, really? Yeah. And I think he's got enough reps now 
and has had enough work to where the awareness situation, um, you know, shouldn't be there. I'm not saying that he's got to read like he's, uh, has it reached a Gallup level for you where it's like, that was a, that was a worthwhile worthwhile excuse for a couple weeks, but now we're, we're here and you need to be playing. I, I, I really thought when I saw at LSU, I thought I would see a downhill Reckham type of a linebacker. I've seen some really good plays. I've seen stuff that he looks completely confused. I don't think he looks as as where as he needs to be. I think he honestly misses Leighton Vanderesh. I think yeah. Leighton Vanderesh was the one guy that could kind of. It's very similar to what Darren Woodson did for Roy Williams. Speaking of, Darren Woodson is a Hall of Fame finalist as there well. You go. Good for him. But that's what I'm saying. I, I don't. By the way, I'd take Darren Woodson over Chuck Howley if you gave me a choice. If it was one or the other. Who oh, Darren, Darren Woodson deserves it. Darren, yeah. Darren Woodson yeah. was uh, yeah. a victim of being asked to do everything all over the football field. No question. That, but the thing with Clark, I, I kind of felt like that we would see improvement every week. I think we see one or two good things, and then we fall back into another little area. Um, I think that you know, get him through this season, and then figure things out from there, and see what you got for next year. I, I'm I'm a little disappointed because I thought I thought he was going to be a Reckham player, and maybe all of a sudden the light will come on. But right now, I'm not seeing a Reckham player. Yeah, really briefly, because we got time for one more question. Of this, did you at least have a little bit more uh, optimism coming out of the Tennessee game? Yeah, but I, I he still struggles in pass coverage, and you know, there's some things that I don't think he's seeing is the right way on some of his. Uh, some of his fits and finishes. Last question here. We got about, uh, I don't know, we got about two minutes to address this one. Uh, question from Garrett. What has the higher chance of ending the Cowboys season early? Brian, the offense giving up the ball in a crucial time or the defense not being able to cover wide receivers? I think the big play on defense will be the problem. I think there'll be something. I just don't want to get in one of these games where, all of a sudden you have to punt to Green Bay, you punt to Tampa, and you've left those those Hall of Fame quarterbacks a timeout in a minute three. And and then all of a sudden it's the it's the it's the chunk play. It's another chunk, it's a it's a screen, it's a chunk play to the middle of the tight end, it's a call timeout, it's another chunk play, and then it's a Mason Crosby game winning field goal. You know, that's or or it's Hand it's a screen to Leonard Fournette. It's a pass to, you know, just take your pick of who you want in Jackson or excuse me in Tampa, you know, with that situation. But I I, I just I think it's gonna be a chunk play that's gonna that's gonna and man and, and maybe the officials won't call a penalty or something like that. But the one thing the problem the Cowboys have had is is those chunk plays. It's that yeah. it's that not that they stop, they don't stop a screen that goes for 14 yards or a screen that goes for 20 something yards. I mean, look at the plays that look at the plays that Jacksonville had just on the jet sweep, you know, these chunk plays are, and you worry about that because all it takes is one play for Rogers or Brady to get into a rhythm when it's the final minute of a game. And that's the thing that carries them through to victory. 
which I'll I'll close with my own question for the Dean Julia love of the star mailbag. Which do you have more confidence in? Two minutes left, <laughs> two timeouts, seventy-five yards to go. You need a touchdown. Do you have more confidence in the offense executing that scenario to go ahead, or do you have more confidence in the defense stopping that and not allowing them to go ahead? I think Dak is really, really good. We saw that in the Texans game. I think when they play at a high tempo, high pace, I think that Dak's pretty darn good at that. Give him the timeouts. Give him the ability to throw the ball. We saw how fast Philadelphia got down the field that in that game. You know, I mean, you if you'd have gone for it and put the ball in the two, why do I feel like they were they would be at midfield in two plays? You know, yeah. I mean, that's that's just I, I I have confidence that Dak can go win a game. I could say he did it three weeks ago. You know, when he plays at pace, he's a pretty damn good player. You know, but defensively, I mean, you got to stop against you got to stop against Philadelphia on four down. You know, four straight downs. But man, that ball went down the field in a hurry. God, and they they didn't have to use their timeout. You know, they they actually helped you by spiking that ball. I think they did. They yeah. instead of having four plays, they only had three plays. You know, and they were throwing at the end zone for a chance to win. So, kind of tough. That does it for us here on the Love of the Star. Uh, we will come to you guys one more time this week, and uh, then next week we're in full uh, playoff preview mode. Until then, we'll talk to you guys later.